Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The House of Roll journeys far and wide to bring you exceptional quality kitchen and bath fixtures. We've discovered the world's best craftsmen and techniques. Using materials native to the region and tools accustomed to individual craftsmen, we strive for perfection every step of the way. With all of this, you'll see the details of your own story, the story of a life well-crafted. This is the story Craft tells. Welcome to the House of Roll. Bob Vaucher from Bridgewater is a World War II veteran, a patriot who has waged a battle to preserve a piece of Revolutionary War history in his own backyard. December 3rd, I'll be 101. I'm looking forward to it. Vaucher was born just weeks after the end of World War I. It turned out to be a very interesting 100 years. <laughs> when I go grocery shopping and you'll see women grocery shopping with a little baby in the cart, I look in that baby's eyes and I say to myself, what is this child going to see in the next hundred years? Well, I've seen so much change. There weren't even cars on the road when I came about. In 1918, I used to go to town in a wagon, horse-drawn wagon. During World War II, he was a lieutenant colonel, a B-29 bomber pilot, 117 missions in the North Atlantic, Caribbean, around the Panama Canal, and in the Pacific. So I ended up flying combat missions of, in, in China and out of India and to Sumatra and uh, Philippine Islands. And uh, I, matter of fact, I, I photographed Tokyo Bay. There hadn't been an American airplane over it since Pearl Harbor. Uh, and MacArthur was going to land and start the Philippine campaign, and he wanted a picture of, of uh, a photo of how many ships, Japanese ships, were in Tokyo in uh, Manila Bay, and uh, I f- f- photographed that for MacArthur. He had the honor of flying over Tokyo Bay once again when Japan officially surrendered. Five hundred and twenty-five B-29s. MacArthur said, what am I going to do for a show of force? LeMay said, I'll put every serviceable B-29 over Tokyo Bay when you sign it. Bob Vaucher has unwavering love for his country, which extends back to its inception. Having worn the uniform himself, he feels a kinship with the Continental soldiers who fought and died for freedom. That's why he feels so strongly about preserving early American history. This property that we saved, part of it faces on 
Steel Gap Road, which was the road that, that Rochambeau uh, came down on his way to Yorktown, which was the last battle of, of the war. Across from Vaucher's white colonial home, 36 acres along the Washington Rochambeau Trail, part of the Middlebrook encampment. For the winter of 78, 79, Washington had his troops encamped here, right along the mountain up here. On the other side of the gap, there's a gap up here called Steel Gap. We have a copy of a little piece of paper about that wide and that high, five inches by eight inches, where Washington orders all the troops were on the other side of the gap. He ordered 2,000 troops transferred to here. We actually have an order from War and signed by George Washington. High atop the Wachung Ridge, this was a good watch post. And the British General Howe was in New Brunswick headquarters, and they were scattered around down here on the plains. And this was a, a, a very strategic uh, situation. 240 years later, the earth still harbors revolutionary era relics. Whole double handful of buttons from uniforms, and uh, we found a cannonball. Bob Vaucher was good friends with the man who owned the land. He wanted it preserved, but relatives contested his will. They took ownership and sold to a developer. Bob Vaucher wouldn't stand for it. I started an organization called 17 Homes. That's how many homes they were going to build. And I put out a circular to all the people in the neighborhood. We met and raised money. We actually ended up spending $51,000 out of our own pockets around here to trying to save the property. He approached Bridgewater. The town said we had to raise $100,000 locally to confirm that we really wanted to save the land. They did, and they forged ahead. Land bank in Princeton and a land bank in Far Hills uh, who came and looked at the property, and they saw the historical value of the property, and they put up uh, several hundred thousand dollars. We got the county to give uh, several hundred thousand. Then the town finally decided they'd throw in some so we ended up with enough money to pay off Mr. Lang for what he thought the property was worth, which was a million nine hundred twenty-five thousand. Mission accomplished. Revolutionary War encampment saved. Now to interpret what happened here for future generations. I want to see that it is turned into some kind of a museum. First, more fundraising. I'm trying to raise uh, fifteen thousand dollars to put signs up. He hopes this campaign inspires others. I would like to think that uh, more people will become interested in trying to make their locality a better place to live. The spirit of 76 certainly inspired Bob Boucher to defend the legacy of those first American soldiers. Saving this land is his salute to them. We tried to imitate them. Uh, and we did. It was a real fight. In Bridgewater, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880.